Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to The Trader, a traitor's podcast. My name is Matthew and I'm a writer, reality competition TV fanatic and a 100% faithful. Promise. The Trader is a deep dive into each episode of the addictive show everyone is still talking about, The Traitors, beginning with the most recent US version of the show, streaming now on Peacock and BBC. First, thanks for all the fab feedback on last week's episode when I interviewed Amanda from The Traitors US. She was so lovely to talk to and really generous with her time. And I have another mega special episode for you today because after the episode 9 deep dive, I'll be talking to the wildest of this season's traitors, Christian, to ask him all the questions you've sent me as well as plenty of my own. Before we get there, it's time for today's TT News. First, I probably shouldn't advertise other traitors' podcasts, but you might be interested in It's Just a Game. It's Just a Game is a new podcast hosted by three of the Traitors UK contestants, Ivan, Ryan and Traitor Wilf. To be fair, only the first episode of It's Just a Game is about the traitors. From then on, they'll be discussing various reality TV shows. So check it out on YouTube or anywhere else you access your podcasts. Next up, not strictly news, but the traitors US adjacent. The actor who plays Fergus, sorry, he is an actor, has tweeted an in-depth thread about his experience working on the show. John Ritchie, who is in fact Scottish, has a PhD in film and media and uses the thread to discuss Scottishness as represented in film and TV, as well as to share some on-set pics. It's a really interesting quick read and you can find John on Twitter at John underscore Ritchie 73. That's at J-O-H-N 
underscore R-I-T-C-H-I-E-73. Finally, as well as Christian today and Amanda in my previous episode, I will be speaking to one final member of the Traitors US cast. Fan favourite Michael will be joining me for a chat. So again, send me your questions for Michael and I'll put them to him very soon. Details of how to contact me are at the end of the episode. Before my interview with Christian De La Torre from the show, it's time for our deep dive into the penultimate episode of this season of The Traitors. Let's do it. Episode 9 begins in Traitor's Tower with the Traitors discussing immediately Christian's recruitment gambit where he told the other players at breakfast that the Traitors had tried to recruit him and he'd rejected it. Siri chastises him hilariously, basically calls him an idiot. But Christian says it never got brought up at the round table and that's true, it didn't come up at all. I mean, it came up afterwards in secret discussions amongst everybody, but not at the round table. Christian then suggests murdering Stephanie tonight, which Sari is not comfortable with and she thinks that he's getting really carried away. They decide to still keep Kate because she's such a great shield and still raises so many suspicions from everybody. And they decide to keep Andy, presumably because they're quite easily swayed. So the traitors narrow it down to either Quentin or Stephanie for murder tonight. We move on to breakfast. Suri and Ari are the first in, so they're alone together and they begin to discuss how Christian is a bit of a liability at this point. And I wonder, did the producers put them in together deliberately as the first two? Did the producers want those two to be able to have a discussion without Christian being around to create a little bit of drama and to create the possibility that two traitors might turn against a third traitor? I think, I think this was a deliberate move. Kate then arrives, hilariously, as always, and says, who knew that sucking was actually a winning strategy? And again, she's completely right. They also talk about Christian and recruitment gate. Andy then arrives and Andy suspects Kate and thinks that it's too strange that she's still here after everything that's happened with Kate in the season so far. Quentin is then the last to arrive at breakfast, meaning Stephanie has been murdered and there is a great reaction to this. There's the realisation that the traitors must have taken a stab in the dark because Stephanie, as far as most people knew, potentially had a shield from the armoury. So it looks like the traitors just tried to murder her in the hope that she didn't have the shield. Of course, we realise. Ari, shield king Ari had the shield and therefore he knew that Stephanie would be okay to murder. We then have a flashback to the traitors and they decide on Stephanie because they think it will make Kate look sketchy because Stephanie voted for Kate at the last round table and because Stephanie is suspicious of Christian so it would be a good idea to get rid of her but Sari is not happy about it because Stephanie was an ally for her. We see Stephanie in her interview and she gets upset. It must be so frustrating at this point. Nearly at the end of the season, nearly made it all the way and she's murdered at the last minute. She talks about Sari and says, if I find out she's a traitor, Stephanie, I would love to see it when the news is broken to you. Now, back at breakfast, Alan appears 
His outfit is my favourite yet. He has this mustard yellow blazer, these like vivid royal blue trousers, he has a waistcoat, pocket square, tie. Get me his stylist. I need them right now. We see some discussions around the house. Christian assumes they're all going to go for Kate tonight. And he seems to have Andy on side with this. We also see Ari and Kate discussing Christian. And at this point, it's becoming even clearer. The betrayal is beginning. Ari is potentially going to turn on Christian. Christian then also backstabs Ari when he's talking to Quentin. He points out that Ari had the shield and therefore would have known that he could kill Stephanie. And you know, Christian's not lying here. Andy then points out that Christian has never seemed nervous or scared at any point. Christian just always seems excited. So Andy thinks that's a bit suspicious. That's odd behaviour. We move on to the mission for the episode. Alan tells them that there won't be a trip to the armory today. This mission is just about raising more money for the prize fund. This is the mission with lasers. We saw this in the UK version as well, if you've watched that. Basically... The players have to pick up some expensive objects and items from this gallery and navigate a bunch of lasers, work their way through the lasers, pick up an object, make it to the other side. Some of the huge objects are worth more money and there are some smaller objects that might be a little bit easier but are worth less money. Siri volunteers to go first and succeeds. She does this amazing job. She's surprised by it. I'm not that surprised. She's like a survivor veteran. She's good at physical challenges. She's good at being dexterous. Quentin then takes a turn and Quentin's a big tall guy and he takes the biggest tallest statue and he manages to get through. Christian's next. He tells us that he does yoga. He's really fit. He's going to be perfect for this task and immediately fails after about two seconds. I find this mission a little bit hard to sort of assess as a viewer. I don't know what you think. The nature of the lasers means it's kind of difficult to process the dimensions of the space they're in on a two-dimensional screen. I think it doesn't convey itself very well. So sometimes it's tricky to actually see if they're anywhere near the lasers. I found this in the UK version as well. And I found this in the film Entrapment that some of you will probably not remember. Catherine Zeta-Jones, same thing trying to navigate through lasers, trying to steal this really expensive mask. I always found that scene tricky because I didn't really know if she was anywhere near the lasers or not. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I just have terrible eyesight. Andy is also amazing at the mission. They win two items. Absolutely fantastic. By the end of it, they've raised $13,000. So the total now is $181,800 which Alan kindly rounds up to $182,000 at the round table. Now it's time for more discussions about who is going to be voted tonight. Ari is in the car with Christian and Andy and points the finger at Kate because he explains that she's sort of changed behaviour the past couple of days. Suddenly Kate seems like she's more into the challenges, but maybe he's just being performative because Christian's in the car. So Ari has to make sure that Christian still trusts him. He has to give the impression that he's still on Christian's side. In the other car, Kate is still keen on Christian as a traitor. Quentin is also mainly focused on Kate, but is starting to doubt Christian too, so it's not looking good. Back in the house, Christian says he's going for Kate, but he even brings up Sari at one point, saying that no one's ever talked about her. And this seems like 
a really risky strategy at this point. And then Ari and Sari have another secret talk, just the two of them. And it looks pretty certain that tonight at the round table, they are going to turn on Christian. I reckon at this point, the complete lack of suspicion of Sari and Ari puts them in a pretty good position for making it to the final. Unless something suddenly changes at the round table. So in we go. Round table discussions. Alan is really amping up the tension at this point. He's always good at doing that, but it's getting even more intense at this point. He mentions the fire of truth. He talks about Darwinians. He says Darwinians will tell you it's not the strongest or most intelligent who survive, but the most adaptable. The discussions begin. Sari starts off by looking to Kate and says maybe... It's time to take a shot at her on behalf of the faithfuls. She owes it to everybody to at least one time vote for Kate. Of course, we are wondering as an audience, is this just to trick Christian though? Is this just a complete ruse? Kate then defends herself, saying, this isn't the time to take a gamble. And she says, banish me tomorrow if you want. She says, vote for someone else. There's another traitor in here. Get them out. If I'm still here and you still think it's me, banish me out tomorrow. And then Kate highlights Christian and she brings up again recruitment gate. She brings up the fact that Christian made up this weird story at breakfast about trying to be recruited. Kate's not buying it. Quentin makes it quite clear he's probably going to go for Kate. Andy suggests they're going to go for Kate and then suddenly turns attention to Christian, saying again that he never seems particularly nervous. And Christian's pretty shocked by Andy suddenly turning on him. We realise then, Sari and Ari's decision kind of relies on Andy's vote. If Andy is going to vote for Christian, that makes it a little bit safer for Sari and Ari to try the same. Because think about what do they know? They know that Kate will vote for Christian, but they know that Quentin and Christian will vote for Kate. So they probably have to figure out what way is Andy going, we should go with that. Sari says in her interview, You don't want to be on the outside of a vote, especially tonight. Meaning you really do still need to vote with the crowd. You need to vote with who you think the majority is going to be so that you can blend in. You'll stand out too much if you do something. Well, you'll stand out if you vote for one of your fellow traitors who then doesn't get banished and you have to continue working with them, even if it is only for one more episode. So the voting begins. Kate goes for Christian. Then... It's Ari's turn, and Ari, completely unexpectedly for Christian by the looks of it, turns on Christian. Christian looks totally shocked by this. Quentin's up next. He votes for Kate. No surprise there. By the way, at this point, Kate's pretty good at taking votes. Like, she seems to get, like, it's just a game. It's not a surprise that people are voting for her. People vote for her every single week at the round table. Andy is then about to vote and says... I went with my gut tonight and my gut was telling me and the episode ends there. I screamed at this cliffhanger. I legitimately screamed when I was watching it. I felt sick just as if you're, I'm not even in the room and I feel sick. I feel my heart racing. These are my thoughts on the episode. It's an awesome build-up to the finale. Even though we probably know Christian is about to be banished, we can't be totally sure. We don't know what Andy's about to do, and we don't know what Siri is going to do. 
Alan has done such a great job of commanding the tension this episode. I also kind of love that Kate suddenly seems invested again, right at the last hurdle. I know Quentin found that a bit suspicious, I guess it would, but I'm enjoying that Kate actually seems to care now. We're so ready for the finale, and to help me discuss that in the next episode of The Trader, I have a reality TV blogger and guru to help me, so I'm really excited for that. Now, we've just seen Christian's possible last-minute downfall, so who better to talk about it than the man himself? My interview with Christian does contain spoilers for the final episode, but you can listen until you hear this sound. So keep that in mind and enjoy. Christian, welcome to the Trader Podcast. How are you? I'm good. What's going on, man? I appreciate you uh, bringing me on and giving me a little chance to chit chat with you. How you doing? I'm doing well. Very excited to ask you lots of questions. Now, Christian, I'm in cold, dark Scotland. When I spoke to Amanda earlier this week, she was in snowy Pennsylvania. By the looks of Instagram, you've been in the wilderness looking at amazing night skies. Where are you right now? Oh, oh yes, the night skies. Yeah, I'm currently in Los Angeles, California. I was out in uh, Malibu Creek State Park. I was looking for that green comet last night with a friend of mine. But uh, yeah, I'm in uh, sunny California and we've been getting some rain the last couple of weeks, but sun's back out. So we're doing good. Yeah, I'm very envious. Yeah, yeah. is it pretty is it pretty rainy there right now? It's always rainy here. Okay, <laughs> Honestly. fair enough, fair enough. You, you, when you were in Scotland, you might have got one nice little window. I'm not sure. It's yep. 90% of the time it's cold and rainy here, yeah. Yeah, it was. we got a couple of days where I was like, oh, it was kind of nice out, but you get outside, the wind starts hitting you over there in the in the highlands of Scotland. And then, it, yeah, it would turn to rain. It was kind of rainy and drizzly, but whatever. It was perfect for the show, you know what I mean? Living in a big castle in Scotland, it's raining all the time, just adds a little more to the, the mystery of the game. So, no, it was great, man. Now, speaking of Instagram updates, uh, how are your feet? How are you doing? My feet are doing good. I'm not in that much pain. I got some soles, some kind of not custom ones yet. I'm waiting for some custom soles to come through, but I just have a bunch of cartilage damage due to the, my time in the military and stuff. Um, but, oh, but I also am, I don't know if you peep my Instagram, but I'm a climber as well. So yeah. I'm, I'm technically, a, a I wouldn't say a good professional, from amateur to professional climber based off the competitions I've been doing, but that kind of went on pause during COVID. So I think that added to my feet because we're always just like cramming our feet in these really tight shoes when you climb and it's, it's really uncomfortable. So it's definitely not helping, but yeah, trying to avoid surgery at all costs, at least for the near future. But no, I'm doing okay, man. I appreciate you asking. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Before we go any further, Christian, uh, yeah. I want to introduce you to the Trader Traitor. So this is the game we play on the podcast. Our okay. goal throughout the interview from here on in is to tell one lie to one another. The lie, okay. it has to be a made-up fact, a fabrication, a story, an anecdote. Yep. It can't be a fake opinion, like saying okay, you okay. can't stand Amanda from The Traitors when actually you love Amanda from The Traitors. Gotcha. Okay, okay. So just, just a, a bold lie. Yeah, yeah. It could be lie. big, it could be small. Okay. Okay. I think I can, I'm hopefully I can pull it off. I mean, I did it for uh, 10 episodes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. If anyone can do it, you can do it. Okay. 
At the end of the interview, we then have to put our traitor hunting skills to the test and decide what we thought the other person's lie was. Does that sound good? That sounds phenomenal. Yeah. Awesome. That starts from now. Okay, so, got it. In the show, Christian, it seems like you were pretty happy to be chosen as a traitor. Where are you happy to be chosen as a traitor? Absolutely. I was I was pumped. Being my first time on reality television, and I know I got a lot of hate from this on Twitter, which I love because, you know, everyone's like, does this guy really want to murder people? And I'm like, no. But the, the fact of the matter is, it's like, I never thought I'd be on TV, let alone a reality television series, you know, like kickoff with the most epic host in the most epic place. And I got to play the most epic role. So like being a villain in real life would suck. I couldn't even imagine people being like, you know, like a liar and doing all these things or whatever it may be. You're like in a movie. Right. But this, this is a game. It's just a fun game. Like, I mean, I say it was fun, but yeah, I was, I was stoked. I was like, when do you get to murder people and get away with it? Like, you don't get to do that. So I was all into the role. A lot of people didn't like it, but they weren't in my position. So I could care less. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was fired up. I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, you'll see my face when I'm selected. You can tell I'm pretty excited. <laughs> now, I don't know if you've seen other versions of the Traitors. I might ask you about this later. Wilf from the UK Traitors. Wilf was a player who was a traitor. He's okay. mentioned recently that when they were in, you know, Traitor Tower, they had really late nights filming those sections. He said they would be up till 2 a.m. And so breakfast yeah. the next morning, he was exhausted. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if that was your experience. And maybe you could tell us a bit about... How, how did they film you guys, you know, late at night without anyone else knowing about it? Yeah, well, first off, the, you said it's Wilf, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that series yet all the way through. I've just seen, like, the beginning, and I got it, like, the, literally like, the first, like, 10 minutes of the first episode. So I need to watch it um, really bad because, like, I have some UK friends and people on the show that are friends with me on Instagram and stuff. And so I'm like, I got I to gotta go all in and binge it. That's what I need to do. But um, to be fair, the the Wilf is absolutely correct. I mean, it would be up 2.33 in the morning, uh, sometimes later, just like due to, you know, whatever. Maybe there's like a camera malfunction or something like that. And you're in that trader turret for a good like 30, 45 minutes, depending on what's really getting talked about in there. Because a lot of people think, I for whatever reason, that it's like scripted. And we didn't have any sort of, hey, do this, do that, like, you know, there's moments that got pretty heated in the trader's turret and they show a little piece of it, but now we were up and then you got to like, you know, take all the cloaks off and then you have to like get walked back to your room and you have to be very careful on when you go and all the, because you don't want to get caught. The castle's huge, but you're in different segments of the castle or like sections. So it's just like this whole thing of getting cleared with the, the people that are runners and stuff like that. So it was exhausting. And then you got to get up the next morning and act like you're not exhausted and like show that. Man, he's spot on. Wolf is spot on with that uh, assessment. It, it was tough. So you had an extra thing to lie about, I guess. An extra thing to cover up. <laughs> yeah, every time, every time. Now, in this episode of the podcast, I've been discussing your sort of final episode, episode nine, in detail. I have to ask, how annoyed were you? about hitting the lasers in the mission. Oh, how annoyed was I? Bro, I was so, it was more embarrassed than annoyed, dude. I was talking this whole game up like I was fucking Tom Cruise. And I get in there and I'm like, am I good, dude? Like, just embarrassing. I had like my 
shirt tucked in shit like well i didn't even get over the first laser so yeah it was uh i was pissed but i was i just tried to be a team player and cheer everyone on well you did a good job of that but like to th- that's what well, i was telling you earlier being a climber right like i was like dude i got this like i do yoga like I'm, i literally get paid to climb like i'm essentially a professional climber like how can i not that's all i do on the wall i mean like if you see my instagram you see my reels i'm like i'm pretty nimble i'm pretty flexible i, I grew up playing hockey i was a goalie and um in hockey so i would stretch every morning i'd do it for like an hour i'd go to all these camps so i genuinely was like this this isn't that hard like i can do this clearly the skills did not help (laughs) it was was embarrassing bro now after the mission you know did you see the betrayal from sari and ari coming how much of a shock was that yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't that much of a shock um you know you only get to see so much but as soon as I uh, kind of had my slip up at the breakfast table. Honestly, the way it was edited made it look like way worse than it was. But what really happened is I said a trader rule out loud, um, uh-huh. like 20, 30 minutes later in front of Stephanie. And I was like, I, I, I knew, I knew I, they were, I said something about like uh, an ultimatum and, and they're like, what? That's not in our faithful rule. What were you talking about? And I was like, we, and then I tried to squiggle my way out of it being like, well, I had to read the trader rules when I got the letter of recruitment. Like, I don't, you know, I gotta know what I'm getting into. And even Ari was like, oh, that makes sense. I tried to help me out a little bit. And that's why <laughs> you dodged a bullet. But in my head, I was like, no, I didn't. Like, I know you're going to go back to Suri, tell her what just happened. And everyone's going to start chatting. Like, I literally was like, done i'm done so i knew it was coming but for a second when it went to ari was looking real nervous at sari when she was about to vote and i was like there's no way sari is about to have my back and put this to sudden death and then everyone would have flipped on ari but she knew what she was doing because andy was looking over at ari like wait what like it it was just wild it was uh you can tell when the vote came across and he wrote my name down i was like you bastard, but I respect it. So now I, kinda, I had a good good idea that I was getting banished that night. Yeah. Did it make you regret choosing Ari as a recruit? Not necessarily, but okay. I definitely saw the vulnerability in Ari and Sari took that. I should have let Sari speak first on who she thought we should have recruited. So I, I don't regret it because Ari's my boy and it was a great time. I was a little pissed that he went against the bro code. I thought we could have maybe threw Sari under the bus, but... You know, Sari's a legend, so I, I didn't know who I was going up against, and that's that's my fault. I had no idea about anyone's reality TV experience, what they've done, their past. My only person I knew was Ryan Lochte from the get-go. So at the end of the day, it's on me. It has nothing to do with Ari because Rachel would have would definitely would team with Sari. Quentin wouldn't have taken the recruitment, I don't think. And Andy, I don't know if Andy would have taken it, to be honest. Kate would have stuck. I was screwed. I, I was really screwed. <laughs> yeah, so now I don't regret it, though. Christian, I have several questions from podcast listeners to put to you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Firstly, Maya from Instagram and Maya is a traitor superfan asks, What was the hardest part of being a traitor? The hardest part of being a traitor was. There's, that's kind of like, um, I would say two things. The first is lying to everybody every day. Um, that, that was, that was really hard. Like it, like on the show, it might seem like I'm really good and having a great time, but I had to talk with psych quite a bit. And there was times they're pretty concerned for me, just like based on where my mental health was later in the game, you kind of, you're very isolated. So like when you're not, filming for like the three or four hours that you're not you're just in your head constantly so i would say lying to everybody and the second part was um so like that guilty conscience along with keeping up with everyone else you have to align with all these stories so i have you know one group or click over here telling me this about that and i got to make sure i infiltrate that group and give that information to this group. Meanwhile, I got to make sure I don't tell that group about what this group said, because if that happens, someone will tell them that Christian said this, then it gets pushed over to, well, Christian might be a traitor. Why'd you bring that? You have to do all of this maneuvering and navigating through lies, your own, like living your own lie, listening to everyone else's, you know, lies when they want you to cover for you when you have an alliance. And then it's like not slipping up and saying the wrong thing to the wrong group. The whole time you're thinking, wait, did I, was my game plan correct? What I discussed with the traders and it, and it switches by the hour. So it's, it's just, it's just keeping up with all of the bullshit and lies that goes on because people start lying about themselves, not, not like their own situations with their own click and they don't even realize it. You know, mm-hmm. like you'll hear people say like, oh yes, you know, Sari told me she, she was so mad about being a trader. And it's like, Sari never said that, but Steph believes it. And then she starts thinking wait, did I say that? Like you just start, bro, it's chaos. Yeah. So it's you, it, living the guilt and then keeping up with everyone else's bullshit is the hardest thing ever. At least as a faithful, you can live your truth. As a, as a trader, you can't. That's a great question though. So I know I answered it in like 12 different ways, but <laughs> no, just no. lying to people is the hardest thing. Like you just really, it really tears you up when you're not, uh, not being looked at by the cameras. Yeah. Even from an outsider perspective, it, it probably seems like being a traitor is really cool, but the mental juggling you must have to do, I I, I think I would, yeah. the more time went on as well, the more you have to oh, bro. figure it out. It got out. worse. Yeah. It got worse and worse. And like, we didn't get to see too much of the character development within everyone because there's so much filming, but it was like, you know, the, the, the one round table before I go, there's a moment where Rachel pulls me aside and was looking me in the action. She's like, I think you're not going to vote for me. Right. Like, tell me, like, be honest. Like I got your back and I know you. And I was like, absolutely. I would never do that to you. Like, I was like, I fucking love you, Rachel. I would never do that. 10 minutes later, I go in there and I vote for her. And I was like, Oh my God. Like, it's just voting for Cody sitting next to him, bro. And if that vote doesn't go that way, now what? Yeah. You're, yeah, you have to you have to face them. That's so oh, you're just you feel like inside it's like just anxiety attacks twenty four seven, especially lying. You're like, oh my god, 
Yeah. It's bad. I have a question from another Traitors player. I have a question from Paul, who was a contestant on the Traitors Australia. He asked me to ask you, oh, was, your, was your breakfast cold? I think that's a dig at the Australian production team. <laughs> Bro, savage. Um, I will say this. The the breakfast was cold. and the, But but wait, hang on now. Hang on. The reason I say it's cold, said so my boy, is everything we ate was cold. It was okay. like it was like fruit and cheese and like cream cheese in a bagel. I mean, the bagels, I, th- I think there was bagels or there was like toast. To be honest, I didn't even pay attention to what we, I, I stress ate. So anything was in front of me, I shoved in my mouth. So I was just so stressed all the time. But there was definitely people that complained about the food on our show. I'll just put it that way. Uh, okay. It's and, funny because Amanda talked about the food in Scotland and said she loved it and had a great time. And Scotland's not really known for great food. I'm I'm going to say that as a Scottish person. I know I shouldn't I shouldn't say these things. You're not lying to me. I'm not I'm not lying. No. Okay. Uh, I got made. Some of the food was good though. I mean, I mean, like you got fish and chips and shit, right? That that's is- true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, fish and chips is quite basic though. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really pay attention to the food that much, to be honest. But there was people, you know, chirping about shit. I don't know. Everyone's got their reasons for everything. David on Instagram asks, "Why did you keep saying things you didn't need to say?" I think he might be referring to the recruitment thing. Martin Hart on Facebook asks a similar question. He says, yeah. "Why? Why did you tell everyone you'd been recruited when you were safe at that point?" So, great question. Um, I stated this on Instagram. My Q and A basically was like not the best move. I think it was like almost to a degree my subconscious playing into the role too much and like. I don't want to say I was looking for a way out because I was trying to win that game, but I think I just let it like, like kind of Sari said the word vomit, but technically the way I was looking at it, if people were, there's a couple of people in the UK, I forgot what podcast it was that were like, dude, I think Christian played it smart, but then I had a slip up and no one knows about that really. But what had my theory behind it was this. If I say, Hey, I was recruited and Hey, I said, no, okay, sure, I have a target on my back. I'll probably get murdered. But my whole pitch to everyone after that was, I think, and I think Quentin agreed with me, it just wasn't shown, that I was like, I obviously am just being used by the traders for the missions because of my muscle and, like, my dedication to the missions. I mean, I was going so hard on all of them and always wanted to, like, get as much money as I possibly could, obviously being a trader. But trying to be a team player, I was like, they're probably just going to utilize me and then I'm going to get screwed at the end anyways, so why would they murder me? Um, and I think that's the case. And then I told people like, if I got recruited and I said, yes, they probably would just throw me under the bus as a trader anyways. And so I was like, it made more sense to stay loyal to the faithfuls. And then the next step, I knew we were going to murder Steph that night. Right. Yeah. So my big play was, okay, Steph's getting murdered. Ari revealed to everyone that he had the shield. And so to me, a trader has not taken a shot at anyone on the same winning team. He won. So I'm in my head, I'm like, y'all don't see who just got murdered. Someone on the winning team. Clearly you have a traitor on your team. So like my whole thing was they got to be looking at Ari. They got to be looking at Andy and they got to be looking at, well, Stephanie was that and Rachel, those three. So I was like, why would they even look at me if Steph's dead the next day? Yeah. Like, cause a traitor wouldn't take a shot on, anyone who was on the armory team because we don't know who won clearly 
we knew who had the shield because yeah. <laughs> Ari was a traitor. So <laughs> I was like, Maybe this can set that up. But it, it, my, that was clouded by the whole fact that I had a slip up. Um, but I, to be to be quite honest, it just wasn't a smart move. Clearly, it was not a smart move. It was probably one of the dumbest moves in reality TV. Like I just didn't. <laughs> it didn't work. But to answer the guy or girl's question before. Um, if you pay attention in episode one, my whole point is I'm going to be a dumb damn guy. Like I, like when we had downtime, I was still in character. I was knocking shit over. I was saying stuff that people would be like, Jesus, like what the, like not even about just like annoying, loud, obnoxious van life guy, because I wanted to, to have that be my consistent type of behavior. And like Andy said, for the longest time, they were like, um, you know, I wasn't, that's just how Christian is. So it was never suspect to me. And that's what I did. I just, I took the role of being really dumb. Like I said, in episode one, I took it to, you know, above and beyond. And I just kept that the whole way. So like me saying stuff that didn't need to be said throughout the show was something I thought I had to do to be on par with who I was. And clearly as much crap as you'll give me and people are, it worked (laughs) for quite some time. But yeah, that's why I did that. But you're right. I mean, you you were in it almost till the very end. So you were doing something right. Exactly. I mean, I, I thought so anyways. And I wasn't the first trader out. So yeah, Um. it was it was, you know, I learned I learned and I'll be back for whatever shows are next. But I've, I've definitely learned from some of the pros on the show now of how to play and what I need to do. But yeah, we had no idea what we were really getting into as players anyway. So I was like very skeptical of how I was going to manipulate you know, 17 other people in general, if I could even trust the other two with me. And it was just a kind of a baptism by fire and learn as you go. Yeah. But you might have already kind of answered the next question. Lizzie Lambert on Facebook asks, uh, do you have any regrets from the show? I I want to say no, but I mean, I'd be an idiot to say I don't regret saying the recruitment thing. And I definitely regret saying I was recruited. I really thought honestly no i regret i don't regret that necessarily i regret the slip up i had in the library 30 minutes after breakfast in front of stephanie because i'm telling you the way it was maybe edited sure it was like oh we are, we're believing that but the fact of the matter is if i went to said that i still could have slide like slid away to it i think i could have finagled like more of a turn with ari of like hey let's let's go against so and so but now nah, I, I definitely regret the the slip up and to make everyone else happy, yeah, I regret saying the recruitment thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have another question from Susie Wild on Facebook. This is quite a popular question. Lots of people liked her question. You mentioned this a little bit earlier. Have you seen any other versions of the traitors from any other countries? No. In person? Like, seen, like watch them? Uh, I mean, watch the shows. No, I haven't. Do There's think... two, right? There's the Australian version, which I can't get a hold of. I think I need a VPN switch or some, something yeah. like that. There are actually 10 different versions of the show. There's Australian, UK, uh, Dutch. Oh, that's where it came from. Uh, there's a Belgian one. Traitors Espana is now on HBO Max. Oh, I saw someone tag me in that and he's speaking Spanish. Yeah, there are, and then there are some other European ones. Uh, Tra- wow. Traitor, Traitors Brazil was just announced today. So, oh wow, yeah, maybe yeah. I need to, maybe I need to study. I know I haven't. To answer your question, I have not, and I need to get on that. But I don't, and this is to a fault. I don't watch a lot of reality TV. I, I really don't. So, like, for me to sit down and commit is hard. <laughs> 
to that, I, but I will. I definitely want to see the UK version. Like yeah. that, I have to watch. I highly recommend the Australian version as well. It is intense. Okay, okay. Let's see. I have a question from uh, Donna D on Instagram. Donna asks, now this is a spoiler for anyone listening who hasn't seen the end. I'll, I'll put in a spoiler alert before the interview as well. Okay. What was your reaction to Sari double-crossing Ari in the end? Did you see it coming? I saw it coming a mile away, and I fucking loved it. I was like, <laughs> oh. like for me, I watched it for the first time. I was like, what the fuck? Like no one told me any. Like no one knows how to like it ends. Like well, I knew Suri won, but like no one really said anything. Like you know, obviously Andy and Quentin were pretty, pretty fired up or you know disappointed in the way it ended. I should say, you know, so they're not talking too much about that. And Ari and I talked quite a bit, but. He was just like, bro, wait till you see this ending. It's insane. Like how I got done. So I was like, okay. But then when I saw her, I knew, I knew because when they were having a conversation in the episode before, it was like, we got to get rid of Christian. Like he's too powerful. Like he'll convince people and throw us right under the bus. Like, cause I'll come at, I'll come at anyone. I don't care. But I was like, I know for a fact, she couldn't do what she did to Ari if I was there. So her setting that up from me having my slip up, she was like, oh, this is game. Like, She's a queen. I went nuts. I stood up in my little I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I wanted a trader to win. I was like, bro, if we don't win after yeah. all this shit I did to everybody, yeah. I'm gonna feel real bad. So to me, I was stoked. I was like, let's go. But I was like, damn, Ari, like you took the high route for real, but I would have put up a fight. There would have been no way I was leaving that that fire pit like that. Now, Christian, a final question from me on yeah. My last episode of the podcast and the news segment announced there is going to be a Traitors reunion episode. What can you tell us about that? I mean, all I can say is it's coming up in the near future. I think it, they said when it aired, correct? It's, yeah, we know when it airs, February 28th, I think. That's okay. all we know. Yeah, yeah, February 28th is, is when it airs. Um, all I know is we're going to be getting into some into some tea i I don't know too much more i don't know who's all confirmed who's going to be there i i can confirm that i can't technically confirm but i'm pretty sure that all the non-celebrities are going to be there and i've talked to a bunch of celebrities that are going to be there but i don't know as a whole if the whole cat yeah i mean i'm gonna be there your boy's gonna be in there i'll tell you that i'm gonna be nice nice and ready to go i got some stuff i gotta get off my chest some people i gotta confront i'm sure a lot of people got some things to say to me so it's going to be good. I I mean, this is what everyone wanted, and this is what they're going to get. I mean, it's definitely something, if you haven't seen the show, you need to watch prior to, because, as you know, there's some feuds and things yeah. of that nature between some people, and I think that's all going to come out or come to surface come the show. Are you excited to see everybody? Are you anxious to see anybody? No, I'm pumped to see everyone, except I'm not really excited to, actually, I'm not excited to see, I don't want to say I'm not excited. I'm indifferent. Actually, I'd be, I, uh, I'd be lying. I, I don't care to see Brandy. Okay. Could care less. Is, it, is that because of anything that happened on the show or? I mean, I just don't think she's a nice person okay. in general. Like not even to me personally, just like, I mean, sure, and I, I'm not butthurt about any of the stuff she did on the show. It's a show. She's great TV. Uh, but, like, I just, you know, saw some character stuff of her throughout the show that, eh, not really, not just our lifestyles don't, you know, could yeah. could care less. But uh, I'm sure she'll have her choice words to say about me. But whatever. And we'll handle it then. But I'm excited for everyone else.
Yeah, and I'm I'm very excited to see the reunion and see what everyone wants to talk about. Uh, it oh, should be I, really I, really good. Yeah, I can't imagine. I I have no idea what people are going to say. I'm 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 a little nervous, but in a good way. Now, Christian, before you go, mm-hmm. we, we still have our own banishment to conduct. Uh, mm. We've been playing a game throughout this interview. Oh. Ah. I have to confess that I lied to you. Did you tell me a lie? I did lie to you. If you guess my lie, I'll guess yours. Any idea what I lied about? Yeah, you lied about there being 10 shows. There's no way there's 10 trader shows. Because you stopped at like six and you started like saying Brazil and shit. There's no way there's there's 10 other show traders. No way. You're half correct. Apparently there are 10 versions of the show. This This is true. Unless... Oh, you lied about a certain country then, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you lied about like, um, what the hell was it? I know there's a Spanish one. Belgium, right? There's not a Belgium one. That's true. There's oh, a Belgian one. Brazil. I, I lied at the last minute. I made up that there was a Brazil one announced today. Not true. Oh, that one. Okay, okay, okay. I Yeah, that was good. I thought it was something because I started thinking, that's a lot of damn shows. But okay, I didn't, what, yeah. what do you think I said? Or what was I? The only thing i can think of is and i don't even think this is really it you said that as well as mentioning being recruited you then told everybody one of the rules of being a traitor and you realize you shouldn't have said that did you make that no, up? no that happened <laughs> yeah i said um, i referenced to it prior to the sh- you saying that that we were playing and then i announced it again after because i was like oh shit okay. we're playing um for the laser mission, like I was really good at it because I used to play hockey and I said I was a pro, I was a pro climber because I do climbing all the time in my feet. Uh... Climber. I'm an amateur climber. Like, but I don't know. I, uh, that's actually one of the, well, I can't talk about that. It was like some stuff for the casting that you have to do <laughs> throughout the show or prior to it. But no, dude, that was good. Uh... Damn, the Brazil thing. Okay. Okay. You tricked you me. me. You you got that me. was good. You got me. Christian. Thank you so much for joining me on The Trader. Uh, I know you're a busy man. I think maybe you're off to some exciting event tonight. Yeah. Uh, where can we find you online? Online? Well, first off, I want to say thanks for having me, man. Good chat. Good chatting with you. And I haven't got to talk with someone with a Scottish accent in a minute. It <laughs> reminds me of being back in the game, and I love it. Yay. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Christian Delatori underscore. You can find me at Twitter. I think it's C Delatori underscore, which I'm now starting to use a little more. And then you can also hit me up on Cameo. <laughs> I've been using Cameo, and but that's it. I got nothing. Else. Oh, I do have a TikTok, but I don't use it. So yeah. don't don't worry about it. But thank you, man. I appreciate you having me. It was a good combo with you, bro. No, thank you so much. And I'm glad that you just said your Instagram name because I've been pronouncing your name wrong. So it's Delatori. Oh, yeah. Did you say De La Tour? Yeah. Most uh, 99.9% of the people say De La Tour, so don't okay. even... The more you know. Exactly. Uh, Christian, thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. I appreciate you, brother. You have a great rest of your day. We'll talk soon. Hello, listeners. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Christian as much as I did, especially that last-minute shady tea on Brandy. Really though, he was such a nice guy and you should check out his Instagram where he posts really cool stuff regularly. 
Again, I have one final Traitors US guest for this season of the pod, and that is faithful Michael Davidson. So please send me your questions that you want me to put to him. You can get in touch on Instagram at the Tradar Podcast, on Twitter at the Tradar Pod, or you can email me the Tradar Podcast at gmail.com. I'll be back with a jumbo final episode recap and I'll be joined by reality TV guru, podcaster, content creator, all-round hardcore expert David Bloomberg. And this is more than just a deep dive. It's like a Harvard Law seminar. I can't wait for you to hear it. So join me then on The Tradar. Stay faithful. Stay faithful.